Welcome to Chapter 1 of the Mandalora Fans. Our Chapter 1 title is Pew Pew Pew. <laughs> this is, so, so yeah, we're Children of the Force, and we are, we're going to be recording, I think, an episode review for each episode of the Mandalorian. Maybe we'll combine a couple episodes here or there, I'm not quite sure yet. But, uh, we're talking about the Mandalorian here, and we're going to go full spoiler on Chapter 1 of the Mandalorian and these it's chapters pew 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 uh, these chapters do not have titles on Disney Plus so I'm giving them titles this one is pew 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 because there was a lot of pew pew pewing in this episode a I lot. feel like there's going to be a lot of pew pew pewing in every episode I think so too uh, it's going to be pretty cool so yeah so full spoilers ahead if you have not watched this episode turn back everyone who came down this road has died and you are no different. You're not a Ma you're not a Mandalorian. So turn back if you haven't seen this episode. Don't listen because spoilers are starting right now. I have spoken. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah. So let's let's just talk about this episode in general. So Disney Plus launched today. We uh, we downloaded the Disney Plus app on our PlayStation and watched the first, you know, four minutes probably of the Mandalorian before we went to school this morning. I, I just couldn't not watch something. You said you wanted so, to watch the first 30 seconds. The first 30 got, seconds. Yeah. I know, you watched I know. like the first two minutes. Oh, it was so good. I just wanted to keep watching. I just wanted to see something happen. So yeah. So, uh, and it, it starts off with a bang and a, and a slice. Um, you know, we, we saw that it really scene. Does. We saw that scene in the trailer, and I was kind of worried. Like, is this going to be too violent so for your kids? And uh, and it doesn't look like it is. And you know, there's the scene with the uh, the corn getting pulled through the irising door, worry, and the door iris is closed. They're just weird noise. <clears throat> right. I mean, well, they've seen, they've seen this. They've already seen it. They know. But like we do hear a little. We hear a little squelch. Yeah, but it's not uh, that bad. And we hear the thud of half of the body thumping on the floor and we on see the inside a of the bar. Bit too. We but, see, not, but we don't yeah. see any blood. Right, no blood. And there's no, no gore. And, like yeah, that. It's, it's just the idea of it. That's yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's it. A little. Um, the body getting cut in half? Yeah, that's just. And not in a thin. clean way, like Obi Wan cutting Darth Maul in half. You know, there's no cauterized wound here, right? It's like. Okay, uh, you can stop it now. <laughs> Please. Oh God. I like it. Thank <laughs> no, you. No, I'll stop. Let's so, move on. So yeah. Um so that's kind of how it starts off with a with a bar fight. And uh yeah, so the Mandalorian gets his bounty and I, I that guy was funny. Uh I don't know if we heard that his guy name. That was funny. He didn't even seem like a Mandalorian type character though. Oh, do you mean like, like there's uh, just something about him that just seemed? Wait, weird. who are we talking about? That was the funny. the blue faced uh, guy that the Mandalorian, you know, his first bounty that we see him catch. Oh, um, that was so funny. Yeah, he did have. Um, what did he remind me of? He reminded me of there used to be a TV show called. Um, he reminded me of Skrull. Of Skrull. No. Of someone from oh oh from yes from Marvel. Yes. Yes. Oh, that it's guy. Yeah. He reminded you of um of the guy that is played of the scroll of, of the the main scroll character yeah. in Captain Marvel. Yes, uh, played by no, the guy the who plays um oh. the guy who played Krennic. 
He's played by the same guy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he reminded me of him, too. And I went into that, and I saw him, and I thought... And I, like, heard him and watched a few minutes of him on screen, and I thought, I hope he doesn't stay in The Mandalorian. Because, like, he's a great character. But also, he's just not, like, like what I wanted from The Mandalorian, what I was expecting from him. He's himself as much as we need him to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, that actor was played by, or that character was played by Horatio Sands, who is from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, so that's that's cool. Horatio Sands is funny, and uh, so was this character. So, um, so yeah, uh, he reminded me of, I'm trying to think of the name of this old Saturday morning cartoon that had some live action. It was the, the sea, uh, what was the name of this? The squid, the, the fish, the, the sea, oh, sorry. I'm going to get it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to it. There's one thing I just wanted yeah. to say about yeah. the Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't know why, but they had an amazing camera. Like, just the quality was amazing. Mm. It was so good. It looked so real. Yeah. Like, they just had an amazing camera. <laughs> like, it was better than, like... Than the movies? Than the movie. Oh, interesting. The cinematography. So, like, you, you, you really liked how it was shot, how it looked. Yeah. Um, the choices that they made with, with how it looked. Yeah. Um, and you know, did it look like TV? I don't know if it looked like TV. I don't think it did. Yeah, it looked really good. Um, I agree, Liam. It, it was, it was beautiful. It was. Um, yeah. So. So one thing, let's just kind of go through the characters, and this will kind of help us talk about the show, I think. So what did you think of the Mandalorian? I was a cool guy. Like, obviously yeah. not the main character, but, <laughs> you know, it was fun. I liked how he didn't talk at the beginning. Uh-huh. I think that was perfect. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, I thought he was going to be more of like a I work alone character, but, like, he wasn't. Because mm. he ended up... He kind of saw IG-11 down there, and he's like, all right, let's work together. Yeah. And we could share the bounty. Yeah. And yeah, I think and he was being serious. Yeah. I don't and think he, he was, was like, yeah. he just seemed really open to stuff, and he didn't seem mean. He was like, I thought he was going to be kind of like a Han Solo-ish character. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, a, I work alone. Mm-hmm. Don't help me. I just want to get my bounty and be done with this. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't. At he the was beginning, like, that's what he was like, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it, yeah. yeah. But then towards the end, we saw him open up more, yeah. talk more, accept help. Yeah. Which I thought he would never accept help uh-huh. in a million years. Yeah, right. like, But he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I want to, like, get done with this. If he, It seemed like that at the beginning because he's like, okay, here are the bounties. He lays out all the bounties. Mm-hmm. And the man... The Mandalorian just grabs them all. He just takes them all. He's like, I'll stay okay, I'll take them all. Then he gives up the other bounty, and, he, and he's just like, oh, I'll take that too. He just oh. wants all the jobs and just to get them done with and be rich. Oh, and the, so he's like, that's what he wants. So before he took like this job, the thing I think that he took off the table was actually different kinds of credits. Yeah. But still, I was surprised that he took those too. Me too. Because he offered him imperial credits and he's like, no, I don't want those. And he goes, and he said something like, I have uh, these type, this these type of credits. Calamarian, calamari Instead, something they can or only other, give right? you half. Yeah, yeah, but I can only give you half of it. That's what he took. Those little blue kind of chips. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm also saying the bounties too. Oh, the bounties that he, he put in. 
yeah. he gave to him. Yeah. And then at the in in like the middle, he was also like annoyed because he couldn't get on that thing and he couldn't ride it. Oh, the blurg. Yeah, the blurg. Yeah, that was fun. But then that one guy. Yeah, Queel. Queel. <laughs> the was like, Yeah. Your um, your ancestors could ride the, the Mythosar. The Mythosar, and I was like, "Whoa, that's canon." Yeah, because you know that symbol on on Boba Fett, and the the symbol we think of when we think of Mandalorians, that's the Mythosar skull. Oh yeah. So now now we know. Yes, that's why they have that skull. That's why that's their symbol because they used to ride Mythosars. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that was really cool. That is really cool. And then he was like, "And you can't even ride this." Mm hmm. And then he went up to it, and he was, like, really calm. He was like, okay, yeah. I want to ride you. Yeah. Calm down. I'm friendly. I'm not going to try to kill you like I did earlier. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Like, the Mandalorian surprised me a lot. Yeah. he's Like, he made a connection with like, a blur. Yeah. He, he surprised has, me. I was surprised to see that he has a, a cultural connection to his like his 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 uh his heritage you know yeah like he went once he got that beskar he took it straight to this seeming this mandalorian smith you know a smith is someone who i had like no idea right? there would be anyone in like that in there i know like i was so surprised by that too and it was so it seemed like a sacred place you know it did. like he knelt down and they were very quiet and they talked about and she's like i think this would make a pauldron you know like it was and has your signet been revealed yet I don't, we don't know what that means but a signet i looked it up because i'm like i think that means like a symbol kind of uh, but what did it say? What did the dictionary say? Here, let's read it. About a signature. A signet is a small seal, like a, like a, you know, like the Mythosar skull, like would be a seal, some oh, sort yeah. of like some sort of thing that says like a like a family crest or something, right? Um, and it says especially one set in a ring, uh, used instead of or with a signature to give authentication to an official document or maybe an official family, like a family seal or. Or and, and how would it be revealed? It almost sounds like there's some sort of mysticism. Oh, or something, I know what you know? it is. It's it's like um Rose's ring. Rose's ring, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep, could be something like that. Uh, so we eventually maybe he'll get a symbol that signifies him, right? Yeah. Or maybe he has some heritage that he doesn't know about yet, and that is revealed later in his life. Uh, so we saw we saw flashbacks when he was here, and then the the best car was being melted down and made into a. And they were a piece so quick. Of, a piece of like armor, and you know what's funny is we're watching the His Dark Materials, which is based on Philip Pullman's uh, trilogy of books that we've read. And one thing that the best car reminds me of is how polar bears and their armor. Yeah. Right. Their armor yeah, is I, like I, their. Yeah. In these books, His Dark Materials, there's polar bears, and they're they're sent. You know, they talk and they they have culture and stuff. And their armor is almost like their soul, right? And a polar bear without it's exactly like a that. polar bear without their armor is like a polar bear without a soul almost. And it, it feels like the Beskar is very important to the Mandalorian character, at least. And we know it's important to the Mandalorian people. He didn't care about anything. He just walked in that bar. He's just gonna get a drink. Then the guy takes a knife to his Beskar plate. Just does a and tiny little, a little scratch, bit. and yep. he's like, "Oh heck no, you ain't getting away with that!" and kills him basically. I'm like, "Oh, so that's yep. pretty important to you." Yep, yep. I get that. Now. That's a good point. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't think I didn't about make that, that connection. Yeah. Also, I just loved how the Mandalorian like had the 
him and the Ugnot Queel yeah. had their relationship. Yeah. And his with IG88. Yeah, he accepted help from the Ugnot and IG88. Yeah, yeah. it was like Queel. Or IG11. I love how he yeah. wasn't talking to anybody and he was so like kind of snotty it feels like standoffish snotty a little bit yeah i don't care i don't care i don't care yep then quill saves his life and he's like just starts talking to him immediately and they're just having a nice conversation yeah yeah Yeah. it was kind of weird it was it's so funny because i think we we thought he was going to be so silent because we only heard him say two words in all of the trailers and we heard him say more uh in that that scene that they showed us at Celebration when he's at the bar talking with Grief Karga. Yeah. But, like, all the trailers showed him say two words. Yeah? Good. That's it. So, yeah, people thought he was going to be, like, this guy who never spoke. And also because he has a mask, you think of him as as someone who doesn't speak a lot. And someone who doesn't, like, connect with people. Right. And someone who's very, like, it's me and me, and mm -hmm. I'm not showing my face to anyone because I'm me, and I don't want to work with everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah, he surprised me, too. I think uh, that's a good way to put it. Uh, we have not met Cara Dune yet. That's one, no, we one name I put down on my list of characters. Uh, we did meet Grief Karga, but not any more than we met him at Celebration. Exactly, uh, Same yeah. scene. Uh, and I like him. I, yeah. I look forward to seeing more of Grief Karga. Me, too. Uh, seems like a someone who, you know, he's a businessman. You know, it seems like he he's a force of good, maybe? It's kind of like a mob boss, almost. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, we didn't see Moff Gideon, uh, played by Giancarlo Esposito, but Wait. Uh, we haven't seen him yet. I have one question. Yeah, is Grief Karga the darker skin guy or the lighter skin guy? Darker skin. The darker skin. Oh guy, right? yes. Yes. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. I yes. just wanted Grief, to make sure. Grief Karga is the kind of like the head of their of the of the bounty hunter guild that the Mandalorian works for. What's your guild okay. called? Do they have a guild name? Also, when IG Eleven um, came yep. there, I thought he said, I might have heard this wrong or remembered the name wrong, but he said Grief Karga. We can talk about this later, but he did say Grief Karga said to terminate them. No, I don't think he said Grief Karga. It wasn't Grief Karga? I don't okay, think... I was remembering so, the name No, wrong. good point, and we will talk about that. Okay. Uh, so, yes, so we met, we don't have his name still, but uh, Werner, Werner Herzog plays that character who has the, he has the Imperial uh, necklace on his, <laughs> there's like an Imperial seal around his neck, uh, and then he's the guy who gave the Mandalorian, that down payment of Beskar uh, to go and find this 50-year-old uh, person. Um, this 50-year-old... This 50-year-old, <laughs> um, cute, little, adorable alien. <laughs> yeah. <It was> <laughs> uh, who is the same species as Yoda? Yeah. What yeah. the heck? We're, we're going to talk about that more yes, in a little bit. Yes, we will talk about that. Um, Calling them a so, Yodeku. A Yodeku, the Yodeku, yes. The, uh, the Yodeki. So, and Dr. Pershing, who is the doctor who works for and with, possibly, uh, Werner Herzog's character, um, he wanted this asset alive. So he might have, like, a connection to the... Well, or he might want to test Or clone him. him, or who knows, right? Uh, um, we don't yeah. know why, right? And Are all of them strong in the Force? We don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Both of them Oh, because an army on. of them... We've, 
Oh, sure. Could be we, powerful then. <laughs> with the, an oh army my gosh. of Yodas? Imagine an army of baby Yodas with pacifiers in. <laughs> oh, just so marching cute. with like um, <laughs> guns and like imperial flags and stuff. Oh, and just God, marching. Imperial. Oh, oh my gosh. So cute. So <laughs> horrible because they're imperial. Okay. So. So. Let's, let's be done so, with that now. So. So, yeah, so, and, and, and Werner Herzog's character says, you know, y- y- we need proof of termination if you kill this person, this thing, this 50-year-old bean. Um, and Dr. Pershing is like, no, I want him alive, but whatever. So then, uh, so then, yes. No one so, cares about Dr. Pershing. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Wait. so we meet IG-11, right? And then we, kill so, IG-11 says... That the job that he took said to kill this yeah. bean, right? Kill little baby Yoda. <laughs> and oh. he was going to do it. And that was the job that he took. Now, the Mandalorian's job said, preferably, we want this alive. So, IG, IG-11 was, Wait. you know, was working for somebody else. Yes. yes. Was not working. But for... he's in the guild. Well, I don't know if he's in the same guild as... As Grief Karga's guild, right? Maybe there's a droid bounty hunter guild. Who knows, right? Maybe. It's a big galaxy, so I'm sure there's many different bounty no, hunting. No, 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 because he said, because he said, uh, IG Eleven shot him, and then he was like, wait, wait, no, and mm-hmm. IG Eleven was like, oh, you're oh, in the guild. Okay, that's a good point. Okay, so I think there is a bount. There's a l- overarching bounty hunter guild. Within that guild, I think there are different subsets, right? So Grief Karga is not the boss of the whole guild in the galaxy, right? The galaxy-wide guild. I think he's the boss of just a few different bounty hunters who work for him. Right? He's the guy who finds the bounties and distributes them to his clients. And I think there's many of them around the galaxy. Okay, so, so that's a good point. So there might be a smaller guild, then a bigger guild, and then an even bigger guild that has everyone. Could be. Yep. No, that's a good point, though, Liam. You're right. So they're members of the same guild, but they don't work for the same client, right? And they I kill them off it. at the end of the episode. Yeah, IG-11 maybe just has one episode, which is too bad. We've only seen pictures of him in the trailers and videos of him in the trailers. Uh-huh. Scenes that happened in this episode. That's true. We a haven't... lot of stuff happened oh, in the first episode. Actually. No, I think we saw one with Cara we, Dune, didn't we? We did. We did see him with Cara Dune. So maybe he didn't die. Maybe he maybe yeah, he stays right alive. Oh, well, no. who knows? Who knows? Or maybe there's another ID hey, droid. He walked into that fire. The, everyone was shooting at him, mm-hmm. and he survived. You know what? So you That's know. That's a good point. That's a good he point. He could have survived. Maybe the Mandalorian just knew exactly where to shoot to incapacitate him, but not kill him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I loved how IG-11 kept on wanting to self-destruct. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> He's like, finally, he, finally, um, like, they were shooting, and he, he was like, finally, I'm going to self-destruct. But the Mandalorian is like, uh, um, IG-11 is like, self-destruct sequence activated and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the Mandalorian is just like, just stop it! No, like, don't stop self-destruct. It. Don't self-destruct. <laughs> it was an, it was it was hilarious because it was like he was talking to like a tiny little child. <laughs> yeah. Don't do this. Don't do this. I am in charge here. I tell you what to do and what not to do, and we are going he to said, fight our way through this. Do not self-destruct. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because he was right there and he was like he was like 
stop it. Just the way he said it, he was just like, nope, stop. Like, no, we're not doing this. We're going to shoot our way out. And they both walked out and they started shooting everybody. It was funny. Yeah. It was really good. Um, and, and the way the Mandalorian kind of overtook that. Oh, that was That epic. little, that cannon, the blaster cannon. and That was really and cool. And then used it to take to everybody out. Everybody. That was, that was really, that was a pretty cool shootout. I have to say. Now, a lot of those uh, aliens, I believe, were weak ways, which led me to think that, oh, I thought maybe uh, we were going to see Hondo. But we didn't, which is fine. Uh, I'm kind of okay with not getting old characters in the show and just getting yeah, new stuff. and getting a new baby Yodeku. Yo- Yo- Yodeku is that what you call it? Mm-hmm. A new baby Yodeku. So let's talk about that. So now this was billed as a Star Wars spoiler, which I'm not quite sure what that means. But people are just saying there's a big thing in the first episode, and it's gonna you know change Star Wars. I'm not quite sure if it does. But that big thing, obviously, was the fact that there is a 50-year-old Yoda baby, and we don't know. <laughs> and that it's... Yoda baby has the cutest eyes. It is so <laughs> cute. The Yoda baby reminded me of uh, of a little gremlin, uh, or a little Mowgli. Uh, not Mowgli. Mo- Mo- Mowgli? I forget the name. From, what? From Gremlins, the old movie Gremlins, uh, which is like a kind of like an old horror movie, but it's sort of like for kids. For I mean, kids. not for kids, but for I you know, teenagers. Seen it. I should probably. Yeah, watch we, we that. should watch it. It's a Christmas movie. We should watch it this Christmas. <gasps> yes. Um, there's some kind of gross parts in it, but for the most part, it's it's fine. Uh, anyway, it reminded me of 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 that little. Oh, Mowgli. So cute. Mowgli? I'm Mowgli. I can't. I cannot remember the name of this. Little thing uh, that turns into a nasty gremlin. And the Mandalorian like put his like little finger out, and yep. then you see from the side, and you see a little tiny hand reaching up to grab it. Yep. And it's adorable. It is. So cute. And like it you is. can't see the Mandalorian's face, but right. like it looks like he's smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, he looks like he cares about. Sure. It, it sure. looks like it looks like he he it looks like. Like, how can anyone not think that baby is adorable? Sure. Sure. So, um, so Anthony, Anthony Resnikin wrote some, some stuff in, (laughs) Anthony Resnikin wrote in Vanity Fair, which is where he works now. He doesn't work for Entertainment Weekly anymore. Uh, but he kind of wrote about some of the Easter eggs and stuff in, uh, in this episode, not Easter eggs really, but just things about the episode. Um, yeah, so... He said that, let's see, so this creature, being 50 years old, places its creation at almost exactly the same time as Anakin Skywalker. Uh, so Wait, this little Anakin yodel, this little yodlet, he would have been 50 old. if he hadn't died. He was 45 when he died in Return of the Jedi. Um, oh. So this little yodlet, I'm going to call him a yodlet, this yodlet uh, also originated fairly close to the beginning of the Clone Wars. Is there any way it could actually be a clone version of Yoda himself? Is what Anthony Bresnikan asks. Cloned Yoda. But hmm. but, but it, would it be? But what if Palpatine somehow? But, oh, because oh, clones do oh. start from babies, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh-huh. that would make sense. Yep. And what if Palpatine somehow got a piece of Yoda and decided to clone Yoda for use? as the clones instead of cloning Django Fett. And then, so then they cloned Yoda and then they realized, oh wait, 
so this ages <gasps> oh, these, this this yeah. this this being ages very slowly so even if he aged double like like he the clones did the clones aged double time right yeah they would still be a baby for a very long time yeah so then they had to scrap that and they had to get a human to clone so maybe 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 that could have happened could that be a clone and of yoda could there be more clones maybe could they made there a whole batch hmm feels bad to talk about clones as batches but hmm that, that's, that's how they what talk they're about called. Them. I know, but it still feels bad to talk about humans as batches. So he also goes on to say that like uh, Yoda's race and home planet are f- a few of the remaining unexplored mysteries of George Lucas's original story. Lucas has always remained tight-lipped on the Yoda details, uh, and the only other Yoda that we ever se- we've ever seen is Yaddle, Yaddle on the Jedi Council in the Phantom Menace. But. So are we going to learn more about uh, these Yodeku? And how does George <laughs> Lucas feel about this? Okay, so this is like, one thing that... I want to know how that, he feels about this. Uh, this so what Anthony, what, what Anthony Brezigan says here is, and maybe he has, the, he has the inside story, I'm not sure. This green critter's appearance in The Mandalorian marks a huge gift Lucas seems to have given uh, his longtime apprentice, Filoni. The chance to, at last, pull back the curtain on one of the most iconic characters in all of Star Wars. So oh my maybe, gosh. maybe Lucas did say, like, maybe. okay, go for it. How, what, like, Honestly, of all the stories to give us information about Yoda... We're getting it in the Mandalorian. How? Like, the yeah, like how? <laughs> it's so funny. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, another thing that uh, Bresnikan says is that, and we haven't seen this. We'll have to go back and look because uh, we didn't catch it. Was that when the Mandalorian goes down underneath that city to get his best car melted? Um, looks to be like maybe Boa Fett in the background. Hmm. Maybe. He even has the dent in the helmet. It does look That's like a dented helmet. It does look like a dented That's helmet. That's Boba Fett. He even has the it, dent in the helmet. It could look be. at the insignia. insignia well, on his... it's hard to tell. No, up. Uh, yeah. Down up up there. there. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It's so. We'll weird. see. I, I think it might just be. Up. It might just be a fun little Easter egg thing. I don't think they're gonna bring Boba Fett into the story. I feel like if even if they did. I know a lot of people would be super excited to see that, but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see Boba Fett. I agree. Yeah, we just don't need to. Liam wants to. I don't want to. Oh, you don't want to? It's him. It's him, but you don't want to. Just because I don't want to doesn't mean I'm going to lie to myself. (laughs) Too bad. Too bad. We've already seen him. I feel like there should be none, no Boba Fett at all, or there should be... Quite a bit. Mm. And if it's just this, I don't know what to think about that. They're giving us <laughs> too much imagination space <laughs> with too little stuff to put in. Actually, no, yeah, too little knowledge. So, So, yeah. yeah. One thing that I'm surprised that, uh, that Bresnikin doesn't mention in that article is the mention of Life Day. Yes, uh, it mentions Life or, Day. You know, I didn't read the article thoroughly, so maybe he does. Um, but yeah, that blue, that blue kind of fishy alien guy that is the uh, the first bounty that we see the Mandalorian get. Uh, yeah, he said something about getting home for Life Day. 
So I think uh, this mention of Life Day is just, I'm hoping that this means that, you know, John Favreau is going to make the holiday special. Yeah. Maybe for this Christmas. Maybe they'll throw something together. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, or maybe like New Year's or something. That would be kind of cool. Uh, and then uh, I think we got another holiday. Well, I mean, obviously, like, Boba, uh, Boba, the Mandalorian's weapon, that kind of tuning fork-looking weapon, is lifted directly from the cartoon, the Boba Fett cartoon in the holiday special. And we've known that for a long time now. But uh, but then, as his ship is pulling away, as the Mandalorian ship is pulling away from that first planet he's on, the, this big dinosaur-looking thing comes out of the ice and grabs onto his ship. And how does he get it away? He takes his tuning fork and, and prods it, and it shocks it, and it lets, lets go. And that is what he did on that big pink dinosaur thing that he yep. was on yeah. in, uh, in the holiday special. So I think that's definitely another, which, another reference to... could that be... Do we do we know what that thing looks like that the Mandalorians used to ride? The beasts look a little bit different, but I think it's still a, a reference to it. Um, no, Anna's talking no, about I mean, the other beasts that they used to bri- ride. Yeah. Oh, do we know what the mythosaurs look like? Yeah, because could the mythosaur be that big oh, pink no. dinosaur No, thing? no, I don't think so. I don't think it is. Uh, okay. Um, one more thing. Yeah. Um, so they were talking with Grief Karga. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian was talking with Grief Karga. Yep. And he says something about a job. And the Mandalorian goes, the underground? Uh-huh. He said something about... Underground, yeah. How they're not... How, like, we don't really... You don't really know them. Right. Then what, what does he mean when he says underground? Yeah. And then Grief Karga kind of says something else, like... No, not the under. He doesn't say it's not the underground, but what he says implies that it's not. Uh, so the underground would be like the criminal underground, right? I think it means like, a, um, like is this a job for someone like, um, like Crimson Dawn? You know, some sort of underground criminal organization. Uh, not not literally underground, but uh, it exists. You know, hidden from the government. That's kind of what underground means in that context. You know what I mean? Got it. Yeah, yeah. Good question. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like lingo and stuff um, that I think we're going to get used to. Like pucks. What do you mean? Oh, and, yeah. And um, there's just different, I don't know. What's a puck? Uh, and then the pu- so the puck is like the thing that has the information about your bounty. And if you uh, have the puck, then you have the right to that bounty, I think. Uh, like it's, it's your bounty to get. Um, what if someone stole the puck the, from you? Or there's like the something number. What like uh, what do they call it? I don't know, uh, but they had the last identification four number, that. right? I feel like that's like a social security number, kind of right. Like every person in the galaxy has their own number. The last four digits say what their age is, right? And the and the numbers before that say other things about them, like where they come from, uh, oh. what their name is. You know, the numbers I all translate into like because he said we only have the last four digits. And then he didn't tell him what the digits were. He just said they're 50 years old. So right. I was like, huh? But it right. says four digits. But it oh. could just be 0050. Right, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. yep. uh, who knows? Characters in Star Wars could have very long lifespans. Well, we know the Moscanada is over, over a thousand years old. So. True. Yep. Um, she could be a million years old. Yeah, who knows? That's like more then than that. That wouldn't be enough. <clears throat> she wouldn't fit on that number. Anyway, so, yes. Uh, 
Yeah, so I don't know what is what does it mean that we get a little yodelet? Oh, um, that little name is so cute. But uh, I think I don't know. I mean, that's that's the mystery, and we'll find out. And it's going to be kind of cool. Is he going to deliver this little yodelet to the imperial guy that's asking for him? Because he's I don't he's, know. He seems to care. Like, yeah, what, he seems to care. He killed. He him. might ask, like, what are you going to do with him? Like, he killed his like Ma- newly found friend. He killed IG Eleven just to he's keep like, this little boop, little get a little guy alive. Keep this little guy. Maybe what we see in in upcoming episodes are him trying to gather people to help him like defend against this Werner Herzog's character. Who, you know, if he doesn't deliver the little yodelet to him, then maybe there's going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Is it going to revolve all around this little thing, or will oh, it just be next episode? Why... It'll be done, you know, he'll deliver him, and that'll be it. That's why Moff Gideon gets in. Yeah. To hunt him down. Oh, and maybe. Calls in all the yeah, I was wondering mm. about that too. But that's a bounty hunter's job to hunt people down. That's true. Somebody's hunting down a bounty hunter. And like uh, the the fact that there was this Mandalorian place, just like downstairs in this town, made me wonder if that was Mandalore. Could that have been what? Mandalore was I don't know, and then like that that other Mandalorian character mentions the Great Purge, you know like this this metal was taken this Beskar was oh, taken yeah. during the Great Purge. What does that mean? What happened to Mandalore? We don't know. The last we saw, uh, it was taken back from the Empire by Sabine and in and her people in in Rebels, and Bo-Katan. Yeah. Right. I thought for a second that was Bo-Katan, but she's not. I thought for a second it was the uh, Queen. No. Oh, really? Oh, because it's got like the little. No, it's not. It's not Bo-Katan. That's not why. Bo-Katan. That's why when she came out, I saw it was a girl. Yeah. And I was like, How do you know it was a girl? <gasps> Sabine. And I was like, Could it be Sabine? Because that'd be the big thing everyone's been talking about. Oh yeah, that'd be kind of cool. How but did no. you know it was a girl? How did we know? How did you know? Just the body type? Just the body type. Just and, like, there was, like, fur on the shoulders. And, like, it didn't seem like that would be something a male would wear. Because yeah, we've just, never seen that before. Yeah, just the design of the just, character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I just I just think that's funny. Because I've been doing research on, like, different tribes and Dakota people and stuff like oh. that. And usually men are the people wearing fur. Oh, interesting. Not women yeah, and that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I was doing research on that in class. Just thought that was interesting. Yeah. You know, and that actually made me think, like, the way... I don't know, I wonder... Like, I I feel like we're... You don't want to make analogies too much in Star Wars to, like, actual people in our world. But there's a little, like, the Mandalorians... I don't know. Like, it feels like they have... Their culture. They have kind of a, a, a tribal feel to them, right? They have the... Yeah. Um, and it seems and like the music is very Western. It Western, but also yeah, kind but of like a funky kind of right, like Middle Eastern sort oh of a little gosh. bit. And, and there was this one song when he was riding to the oh, desert planet. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like some straight up.
staccato. It was like heavy really bass. Really cool, yeah. It was like heavy bass. Was, yeah, the music was I great. Did, Ludwig Göransson, the composer, right? He's the guy who composed for Black Panther. Ludwig um, the O? Ludwig Have the dots above it? Yep. Gurensen, maybe. I don't Gurensen. know. I'm not sure if that's what that means. Gurensen. Anyway. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing that terribly. Sorry. Yeah, probably. Anyway, I thought we liked the music. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was like, I love that at the end we got like the, like a nice theme song at the end. Oh my gosh. With the really cool artwork at the end. The yeah. The very concept end. Art. At yeah. the very end. Yeah. When it's just the screen's black and the there's end just of the credits. going. Yep. Yeah. It turned into like some soft piano ballad, like oh. possibly a lullaby. Like a lullaby feel, yeah. Yeah, like a I really baby. Liked it. I really liked yeah. it. A little baby yodlet. Yes. Yep. Not their name. <laughs> can we give them a real name? I like yodlet. Whenever I, I hear about gonna... yodlet, I just freak out silently in my head and go into not silently. adorable cucumber. <laughs> not, not silently. silently. <laughs> no, I'm freaking out way more in my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, that was a celeste, I think is the name of the instrument that was played there at the end. But yeah, this kind of uh, lullaby feel to it. Um, no Yoda theme, though. So I think maybe they would have given us a little bit of a hint if this was a clone of Yoda. And we get no sense of a Yoda theme at all. Or so. if it was Yoda's child. Or Yoda's child, too, right? With Yaddle. With Yaddle, yeah. I think it, may, it would make sense if this this Wait. little guy's name could be Yodlet or this little girl's name could be Yodlet. I mean, Yoda, Yaddle, Yodlet. I don't True. know. True. I think it could. Little old Yoda lady who? I don't know. Yoda lady. Wait. Yeah. Yoda lady who? I think we've kind of been assuming that this is a boy, right? Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. Little little boy, little girl. Right. That's why I just said, I was like, wait, why are we saying this little guy? Yeah. Because I call everyone guys. Because we're most familiar with Yoda and Yodas. You know, like, the, we just think of the Yoda species as male. Like, oh, I feel like they're going to make like I always think of dogs as boys for some reason. Oh, same thing. I know, I know. I think ridiculous. they're going to make a joke about that in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, he recruits somebody to help take care of him. Well, oh. what gender are they? They're a boy. It takes takes them, examines them. <laughs> they're uh, a boy. I feel yeah. like there could be a joke about that in there. Could be. Could be. Uh, yeah, and um, one other thing or that I like to know. The Mandalorian would be, uh, the person asked the Mandalorian, are they a boy or a girl? And he's like, you do it. I don't want to check. I don't. I don't know what this. I don't know what this wrinkly guy looks like. Maybe <laughs> it's not wrinkly. That's he like, is wrinkly. No. Maybe. Yes, he is. Um. Um. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Maybe what? What were you saying? Okay, that's okay we're done. Yep. <laughs> One other thing that we we didn't get was the name of the planets either. We don't know where they are. Um, what planet does the Mandalorian? At the beginning, the kind of cold, icy planet. What planet does he go to to drop his bounty off? That seems like that's kind of like his base of operations planet where he talks to Grief Karga mm-hmm. and where he uh, melts down the Beskar. You know, that, that must be like where he kind of lives. I don't think it is Mandalore. Because yeah. Mandalore, like the last we saw, they lived in these like bubbles because the world was so ravaged by centuries of war that they had to end up living in like glass domes. So I don't think it's Mandalore. Uh, and then what desert planet does he go to where he meets Queel and then eventually IG-11 and 
a bunch of dead pirates and Yodlet. Well, I have assumed pirates. I, you know, who knows? I'm assuming pirate because yeah, you just found them dead. Because no, yeah. (laughs) Well, they were they were pre dead when he met them. Um, What do you mean? They were they were not dead yet. Uh, Yeah. They were a dead they were man dead. walking. They just didn't know it yet. It was uh, a dead man walking. Dead man walking. That means exactly. you're gonna yeah. die for sure. Yeah. But they haven't died yet. So I it's funny because I said pirates, and that's because we know Hondo and his band Hondo the pirates, pirate. so it made me think yeah. like the all these are you know, That's what I thought too. too. But uh, who knows? We don't know why they had this this little this little Yoda, right? True. We don't know what they were doing with him or her. You wanna know what I'd like to see? What? I like to see the bouncy droids. The bouncy droids. The one that can, like, are super athletic and they can go like, woo, 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 woo. from the Clone Wars. <laughs> they can go like, No, they're athletic. Like, they can run around. They the have commando droids. Vibroblades. Yeah, um, I kind of yeah. want to see those. Vibroblades. Yeah. Also. <laughs> we are going to see no, vibroblades. I'm pretty sure those Trandoshans have vibroblades. But, um, that we'll see in one of the next episodes. Trandoshans, what? Yeah. When they opened uh, when they Bosk. opened up the door yeah. to that big place where they finally found the Yodelet. Yep. And the one that entrance was awesome. Yeah. And the cinematography was so cool. It was like boom 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 boom. And then the door, then the door fell in yeah. and it was like a bright flash of light uh-huh. and like dust everywhere yeah. and then they walked in. It was really cool. Yeah. Um but also and then we saw the thing, and the Mandalorian's thing was pointing at it. And then Liam was like, is it a baby? And we were like, no, but it's 50 years old. It can't be a baby. And then it opened up, and we were like, wait, are you right? How can it be 50 years old, but it's still a baby? And then it showed a shot from behind, and you could see the ears. And that's when I knew. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's 50 years old, but it's still a baby. And there's ears. And oh my gosh, it's 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 Yoda. Or I just it's said. A, it's a species of Yoda. I went, what the heck? <laughs> that's literally like my first reaction was, what the heck? I went, whoa. <laughs> oh, so it was fun. Crazy. It was crazy. So fun. I wonder if this is what Gina uh, Carano meant by the surprise. That yeah. stands on its own. I think it is, right? Obvious. The surprise is like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, here's little baby Yoda. What? Uh, that was obvious. Or Yoda, you know, Yoda type. <laughs> yeah, did we um, already discuss that? I think, well, so... What do you mean you're wondering? Which, well, she said something about a surprise, but then other people were talking about there's a surprise in the first episode. And I don't know if that's what she was talking about. Probably. My guess is there's going to be... Big surprises, especially toward the end of the season. But how can they be even more surprising than this? They're they're sure there's going to be a second season, right? They are sure. But but the last episode of this season, they're saving until after the Rise of Skywalker. So it makes me think there's something about the last episode that maybe would spoil something in the Rise of Skywalker. Or relates to it somehow. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe something about the Emperor. Alright, so... So yeah, I think this is a good start. I was surprised that the episode is only 40 minutes long. That's yeah. kind of short for like an episode like this. A lot of times... Seemed like, like it went uh, by very quickly, too. <laughs> a lot of times, like when, like when HBO puts out their episodes, their hour-long episodes usually, like uh, like the His Dark Materials episodes, for example, are an hour. But um, I know that John Favreau said something about making, making TV. I think he said this. 
for something like Disney Plus is great because you use as much time as you need to tell the story that you want to tell for that episode, and that's it. You don't have to cut it off at a certain time. You also don't have to go longer than you normally would with filler oh. stuff. You know, which when you're making it for like a, you know, broadcast television, it has to be a certain length. Yeah. So you're either cutting or you're filling it in, you know? So, so that's cool. So who knows? Maybe the next episode will be an hour and a half. We have no idea. And the next episode is on Friday. So I think we're going to record another one of these on Friday. Because we have school. We don't have school. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like the wills want us to watch Star Wars I can't and record episodes about it. Also, we didn't have EDL after school today. After school stuff we didn't have today because of conferences. So, yeah, I know. It's like... Oh, thanks, Wills. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right, so so I think that's going to be it for this episode. Um, you know, I don't have uh, our little thing down uh, as far as, like, all the places you can follow us. But if you just go to childrenoftheforce.com, uh, you can find all of the ways to follow us there. We can and remember it, Daddy. It's okay. We, we don't have to. No, 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 no. This I is like to a do it. I want to do it. Special episode of of the Mandalorian review. Mandalora fans. Oh yeah, I was going to talk about that. I wanted to call it like Fandalorian, uh, the Fandalorians, yeah. you know. But uh, is that copyright already? No, I mean, but people already have it, right? There's already a podcast of that name. So then I thought, well, what if we call ourselves Mandalora fans? <laughs> That. Which is just putting fans at the different part of Mandalorian. Much no, um, Mandalorian. Which is ridiculous. Mandalorian. Man- Mandal- it could be right. Mandalorians. Mandalorian fans. Right. No, I get it. Yeah, that's what I said. It's perfect, Daddy. I know. Daddy. I made it it's- up. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but someone already probably no, caught no. up with it already. I googled it. And it Seriously? does not exist. Seriously? Yeah, I'm like, how does this not exist? So, hey, we got it now. Mandalora fans. Okay, well, great. So this has been Mandalora fans, chapter one. Pew, pew, pew. 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 And thank you so much for listening, and we will see you again. And maybe the next time we meet you, our signets will have been revealed. I have spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken.